Welcome to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast, the podcast to gain actionable tips, learn how to build your wealth, and gain inspiration from real and relatable guests on how they've built theirs. I'm your host, Jolene Stone, a money coach. I started my journey out waitressing and $200,000 in debt. I was able to build my wealth and become debt-free in just three years. Your journey to wealth starts now. Michaela is the founder of Momentum Virtual Services. She is the behind the scenes expert, chaos coordinator and client manager for her clients. She utilizes her bachelor's in business administration and years of corporate experience to serve up signature client experience through sleek systems and all-inclusive support that help female entrepreneurs earn what they're worth without the overwhelm. When she's not logged in, you can find her spending time with her husband on the lake in their home state of Michigan or traveling to chase the warm weather. She's a wine enthusiast and believes that most of life's moments are better with a glass of wine in hand. Welcome. I am so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So I would love to start out. I know your story, but I would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about your story and then how you got started in the online space. Yeah. So I've always been entrepreneurial. I can remember from a really young age, like even elementary school, coming up with these quote unquote business plans, everything from owning a coffee shop to being a dog breeder, which is rather ironic because I don't even like dogs as an adult. (laughs) That might, that might be an unpopular opinion, Um, but I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. I went to college and got a bachelor's degree in business administration. Wasn't really sure what I was going to do with it. uh, So I added on some extra credits in criminal justice, just kind of got the whole gamut. And then after college started working actually in the criminal justice space at the courthouse and started a side hustle in the direct sales industry, marketing wine. Well, in 2019, I really started to put some effort into that. It really lit my passion for entrepreneurship. Again, I kind of revisited all those things that I loved about uh, college when I was in, in school for my bachelor's. And when I started to put some real effort into that business, saw the fruits of my labor, and the flexibility and the freedom of working from home and working for myself, my eyes were opened and it was, it was game over. So um, in July of 2021, I realized that I could take all of my skills that I was currently using in the corporate world and apply them to the entrepreneurial world and start working for myself. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. And that's how momentum was born. Yes, the magic of seeing the freedom and the income that comes with the online space is incredible. So what does a day in your life look like as a VA? Um, So routines are really important. Keep me sane. Uh, So most mornings and most days look very similar for me. Fitness is important to both my husband and I. So we wake up around 536 o'clock. He heads to the gym. I head to the basement of our home uh, where I have a Peloton and all the other fun fitness items, get a workout in, uh, usually drink some lemon water, or lately we've been into Celsius, like these health uh, energy drinks. My workout typically looks like either strength or yoga. So it's like one direction or the other. (laughs) But then after that, I will come upstairs, get ready for the day. I always have to be like, I know working from home, a lot of people are like, oh, the sweats, the yoga pants. 
I love leggings just as much as the next girl, but there is something to be said for getting ready for the day for me. So I will typically get ready as if I was going to leave the house to go to work, head to my home office. First thing in the morning, like from seven to about 11 is really like my deep work, deep focus time. So any intensely focused work for clients that has to get done, gets done first thing in the morning, any deep work for my own business that has to get done, you know, gets done in that time period. My husband and I typically have lunch together. He works from home as well. So kind of nice that we're both there. That's so nice. Um, Yeah. So we typically have lunch together. And then in the afternoons, I typically will work until, uh, it depends on the day, maybe four, maybe six, just depending on what my clients need and and what the day looks like. Uh, And then evenings are for trying new restaurants. We're big foodies, relaxing, drinking wine, huge wine enthusiasts, and catching (laughs) episodes of Selling Sunset, The Blacklist, or Friends Reruns. <laughs> Ooh, love that. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. I love that you have a routine and you stick to it. And then you also get in you time and time with your husband and all the good stuff. So that's incredible for work-life balance and all the things. Yes. It's made a huge difference being from home too. I feel like in the corporate space, it's so hard to get that balance like you have yeah. when you're working from home and working for yourself oh yeah we should all be so thankful for that <laughs> definitely <laughs> so who do you believe could benefit from having a virtual assistant honestly any business who is serious about growth and expansion could benefit from a virtual assistant it depends on the size of their business and the growth strategy plan that they're taking. But the reality is, is that as entrepreneurs, we get so used to wearing all the hats, doing all the things and having a million plates in the air at once that we don't realize that oftentimes we are the bottleneck in our business. So having that, even just that one person, that VA, that OBM as another perspective in your business or someone that you can, you can trust and you can delegate tasks to is a total game changer. A lot of times I notice that CEOs, businesswomen, entrepreneurs in general are hesitant to bring someone on because they feel like nobody can do it as well as they can. Nobody can love their business as much as they do. And I think that just comes down to finding the right person. Yeah. Uh, finding someone you trust, finding someone that truly does take on your love for your business and apply it to their work on the daily. But yeah, I truly believe that anyone who is serious about growth, serious about scaling could and should bring on a virtual assistant. Yes, I couldn't agree more. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So VAs often wear all of these hats, like you mentioned, doing so many different things for their clients. And so I would love to know what's your, the favorite hat you wear. So agreed. There are a lot of hats that we wear as virtual assistants. However, my favorite is the C-level hat of interrupting this conversation with something absolutely amazing to help you with your debt. Debt Decluttered, the course was made for you if you're ready to get rid of your debt for good. Upon completion of this course, you'll graduate with clarity surrounding your debt, a healthy mindset, and a full-on strategic plan to help you pay off your debt. 
this course uses my money minimalism framework to help you really spark joy within your finances and to not stress you out. That's the last thing that we want when it comes to paying off your debt. The doors are now open. So if you are ready to tidy up and toss out your debt, gain a healthy money mindset and have a strategic plan for paying off your debt ASAP, then you gotta snag the debt decluttered course. Oh, and the best part is you can access it now at an affordable price point and get in on some of the absolutely game-changing bonuses. Click the link in the show notes to access it. Now, back to the episode. CXO, Chief Experience Officer. Uh, Client experience is my expertise. It's what I love. It's what I'm passionate about. So at Momentum, we give everything that we do this twist of how does it impact client experience? So every single thing that we do at Momentum is filtered through this lens of how is this going to make my prospective client or actual client feel about my brand when they receive this information, receive this deliverable, whatever it may be. So truly my favorite is dealing with the client management side of things, uh, building those relationships, developing on-brand deliverables, delivering services in an on-brand way that makes your ideal client or the current client feel like they have arrived with your business and your service. Yes. Client experience is absolutely so important. And I think some people really, they don't value it as much as maybe they should. (laughs) And you can totally tell even like through an email or anything from the communication to what they're putting out there is all so important for client experience. And I feel like a lot of times people get client experience confused or client or customer experience confused with customer service. And the truth is, is that there's, I mean, yes, customer service is a piece of customer experience, but it is not the total answer. Um, Client experience, customer experience is truly the sum of all interactions that that individual has with your business. So it goes so much further than answering their DM quickly and giving them what they want. It's so much bigger than that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So I would love to get into the conversation about building wealth. And often this includes more than one stream of income. So I love that you have developed so many different streams of income. So for a listener that solely has one, how would you suggest that they get started with another? Yeah, so I love that you brought this up because I feel like it's so important and there are so many options when it comes to building multiple streams of income. Uh, I'm sure this is no new stat to you and probably no new stat to the listeners, but uh, millionaires typically have seven streams of income. So we are truly doing ourselves a disadvantage if we're only optimizing one of those streams. The best place to start, I feel like, is to consider the things that you enjoy and the things that you're passionate about. Um, If you can find a way to monetize something that you're, one, already doing, and two, don't mind investing your time in because you love it so much, it's going to make that not feel like a job. It's going to make that stream of income feel like second nature. Uh, So for me, that was wine which is why I decided to partner with uh, the direct sales company that I did. Marketing wine is, it's not a job to me. I just love it. I 
I'm drinking wine anyway. I'm sharing it with my friends anyway. It was a no-brainer. So I love that uh, stream of income, network marketing, direct sales, but there's lots of other options. Another one that my husband and I have made important in our lives is investments. Um, Basically from the time we got married till, you know, into retirement, we will continue to invest. You know, our money is growing and we don't have to touch it, deal with it, see it until we're ready to, to take it out into retirement. So investing, affiliate marketing, I know that kind of goes with direct sales, network marketing and rental properties is one that I would really love to get into in the near future. My husband and I have talked about that. Uh, Any kind of passive income opportunity, I'm a huge fan of, but I think rental properties would just be so fun because we love to travel as well. Yeah. So um, that's just to name a few, but investments and direct sales are probably my top two. Yeah. We have a rental property and it's, it's been great for building wealth for sure. Yeah. So I know that you're all about the client relationships and client experience as we've talked about. So how can someone level up their client experience? What would be your top three tips for that? Yeah. So Tiffany Bova, the author of Growth IQ, uh, which by the way, is one of my favorite books and the number one recommendation that I make for entrepreneurs that are serious about growth and scaling. Um, She says it best in a quote from her book, and I'm just going to read it so I don't mess it up. But uh, she says, becoming a customer-led company, one that is obsessively focused on customers and their experiences with a brand, isn't just one of the 10 growth plans. It is the growth plan that must become the foundation for each subsequent path. Customer experience must become the nucleus that sits at the intersection of all business functions and decisions. So I truly believe she says it best. You have to start with customer experience. It's essentially, like I said earlier, the sum of all interactions that an individual has with your brand. And it determines whether they, one, give you their business. So we're talking about perspective whether they continue to give you their business, whether they're a repeat customer, and whether they share your business with others. So essentially, obtaining, keeping, and creating referral champions for your business are all done through an amazing customer client experience. When it's done well, it has the potential, like I said, to capture and keep ideal clients and increase revenue by the thousands. I think a lot of people view customer client experience as this addition, um, thing that they should consider when in reality, we have to start viewing it as like Tiffany says, the nucleus, the absolute core of our business that everything else from there grows out of. A starting point to improving customer experience or client experience, the first thing that I do with my clients is to audit where they're currently at. You can't improve where you're going Uh, until you know where you currently stand. So take a look at all of the touch points that you have with your client or customer from beginning to end, all the way from their first exposure to your business or brand to offboarding. So just take an inventory of what those touch points are. How are you interacting with them? How could you do it better? Uh, What does that communication look like when you're speaking with them. And for a lot of solopreneurs, like you're going to be the one that's communicating with them, right? So this should be pretty, pretty simple, pretty quick. If you're a bigger industry, um, or maybe you have a small team and, and one of your teammates is handling that communication, 
sit down with that team member who is having those conversations with your clients and ask, what do these conversations look like when you're speaking with our, our clients? Are we being quick to respond? Are we being informative without being overwhelming? Are we anticipating their needs with the information that we're giving them, the products that we're producing, the services that we are releasing so that we're ultimately reducing friction and making it simple and easy to work with us. The next thing after an audit, I would say to start with would be onboarding. Onboarding for a lot of businesses is rocky just because they figure they've gotten the sale, they're hooked and they they're counting on their service or product to speak for itself. And yes, that's amazing. If you have a service or product that speaks for itself and it's outstanding and incredible, which a lot of them are, it can't stand alone though. It needs to be supported with that streamlined, simple onboarding process. So I would say those are, those are the first two starting points that I would say for any business. Take a look at your, your customer journey from start to finish, audit that, and audit it intensely. Don't just skim over it. Don't do it in an hour. Sit down and work on it for a couple hours. Take a step back and come back to it. And then the next thing would be to tackle and take a deep dive of your onboarding process. What does that look like? Yes. Those are such incredible tips. And I hope our listeners take into account all of those things. <laughs> it's so important, as you're saying. So what are you excited about for 2022? Ah, oh, so many things. <laughs> excited about continuing to work with my incredible clients. Um, we are uh, making some innovations to our service suite, and uh, we just recently did a rebrand on January 3rd to serve them even better. Uh, also leaning into my own personal strengths as CEO by delegating and bringing on a team of my own to take over some of those things that have been weighing a little bit heavily on me to allow me to focus more on, on the work that really lights me up. Because if I'm going to be preaching that business owners and entrepreneurs should be digging into that deep work that they really enjoy and delegating the rest, that's something that I need to be doing as well. Oh, that's amazing. So did you just hire a team member? Not yet. Okay. Um, it's, it's in the works. Yeah. Um, right now I'm utilizing, I have, um, some family members and some friends that have wanted to help out just kind of on like off and on projects. Maybe they have like some part-time, you know, available. Yeah. So they've been stepping in in subcontractor roles uh, and helping me out, but I'd like to find someone more permanent and like a part-time position. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. I would love to know, we talked a little bit about investing and building your wealth. So do you have any tips for our listeners regarding your finances? Maybe something that you wish you learned sooner? Yeah. So I am blessed in the fact that my mom instilled really healthy financial habits in my sister and I from a very young age. Uh, that'll happen when she's an accounting and personal finance teacher. <laughs> so very fortunate to have had her guidance laying out some of those most basic principles that truly a lot of people I feel like don't get. Mm -hmm. So fortunate in that aspect, uh, I would say go, kind of going back to this whole investing idea that I touched on earlier, the best thing that my husband and I did once we were married was to find a trusted financial advisor that was willing to have those hard conversations with us that said, Hey, I know you really want to go on, you know, this all-inclusive luxury vacation 
as a second honeymoon, but instead, <laughs> why don't we go on, you know, a vacation that maybe costs a little bit less and we take some of that money and invest it for your future. I truly believe that investing, while it might not be the most fun thing to do right now, is going to pay off tenfold in the future, uh, would be probably the best financial tip that I could give anyone. Yes. I know about your Momentum Virtual Services, but could you tell the listeners a little bit more about the services and then all the details and how they can access them? Yeah, for sure. So like I mentioned, uh, we just did a full rebrand on January 3rd, uh, which included elevating our service suite, really catering to the things that I was seeing our current clients needed most and what I felt like our prospective clients needed most from us. And that was for me to lean into my expertise, which is client experience. Uh, The way that you achieve excellent client experience is through sleek systems and all-inclusive support. So that's really what we've done. We have revamped all of our offerings to really cater to uh, providing and elevating amazing client experience and doing so by really streamlining our clients' Uh, systems and then providing them the support that they need to be able to run those systems sustainably. So a few ways that listeners could work with Momentum would be through an efficiency audit, which is one of those things that I touched on, you know, at, at the start of reviewing your client experience. We take a look at the customer journey as a whole and run it through my five-prong strategy. I review, give it, give you feedback or give the listeners feedback. And then the Uh, client would implement those changes. Uh, The next way would be through a VIP day. Uh, Basically, it includes Starbucks on me. We hop on a quick 30-minute call. Uh, We talk about the number one pain point either in your customer journey uh, or just maybe a project that you have had on your to-do list for months and it just hasn't gotten done because you're dreading it because it's not the thing that lights you up in your business. I take that on. So I take all the details we need uh, during that 30-minute call, get to work for the whole day, and then we touch base either that evening or the next morning, depending on schedules, to go over everything and give you the final deliverable of the project. Uh, And then the next way would be a HoneyBook setup. So I I love HoneyBook. I know a lot of people love Dubsado, and there's a lot of amazing programs out there. Personally, HoneyBook has worked well for me. And it's worked well for a number of our clients. So because I love it so much, I've really invested time in learning the ins and outs of it. So I offer HoneyBook setup for any service providers that are using HoneyBook, but maybe don't know how to optimize all of its features. Um, We create custom email templates. We build out packages and basically get their HoneyBook system completely ready to go. And then the last way would be through VIP implementation retainer. So this would be ongoing monthly support to keep your business running smoothly and efficiently so that you can stay focused on the tasks that only you can do. So this is really where that virtual assistant OBM aspect comes in. Momentum truly is kind of the middle ground between an online business manager and a virtual assistant. Because not only are we providing the strategy and systems that an OBM would, uh, we're also doing the hands-on implementation, checking off those boxes on the to-do list. So a VIP implementation retainer is essentially a trusted partner that stays with you 
through all of the ups and downs of your business so that you don't have to be bothered by those things that drain you or the things that really your attention should not be on when your attention should be on those needle moving tasks, those things that really grow and scale your business. I love that. I will leave all the links in the show notes so our listeners can head on over and check out Momentum Services. Thank you so much. It was so good chatting with you. Yes. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast. To support the show and show your gratitude, we would be so happy if you shared it with your friends and tagged us on Instagram at Jolene Stone. Subscribe so you never miss a valuable episode.